0: That is going to give you less fine lines, more resilient skin, so less sensitivity to other products, the environment, um, sun, everything. Uh, You can use stronger active ingredients in your anti-aging, which there is a benefit to that. I don't know anyone who doesn't want anti-aging, and if they don't, they just don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.
1: Okay, so welcome to our episode on transitioning into summer skincare. really excited to talk about all this, but before we get into the nitty gritty, let's talk about what you've been up to, girl. Okay. This is a big deal. This was a big
0: deal for me, and it's so funny how it's difficult for me to talk about it in like a public format because it's, I don't know why this is a thing in society, but it's difficult to talk about successes without feeling like you're bragging. You know what I mean?
1: Well, here's the thing, though. I I think it has a lot more to do with how other people perceive make it. you feel or perceive it, yeah. right? Because you should be able to share those successes with people. Or how they talk about other people talking yeah. about their successes. And
0: it makes you go, maybe I shouldn't be... Well,
1: it's not like you're talking about it all the time, right? <laughs> you're sharing <laughs> snippets of it yeah, when it's impactful for you because it is part of your life. yeah, And you, you know... I think most of us need to be a little, all of us need to be a little more, um, less wary of what other people might think as we share right. these lovely things
0: about our life. And this is where I'm at. Like, I, I feel like I'm sharing a lot more than I'm used to with the public in general, but we bought a car. <laughs> we bought a, not just any car, we bought a brand new car, which it's honestly something we never really thought we would do or that we wanted to do, but it turned into it. We got a Toyota RAV4 in 2018, which so is so
1: exciting. It's so pretty when you. have So here's the backstory. is this people. <laughs> Genevieve and her family have been sharing basically one car. It's insane. Between all of them.
0: It's me, my husband. Well, he takes our car to work. And in between me, my dad and my mom, because we live in a multi generational household, we've been sharing a car and it's been insane, insane. Like my meal planning has become so minimalistic because trying to get to the grocery store as often as I was going to before was not it was not a reality (laughs) anymore. And going to the gym as often as I wanted to was not a reality anymore. I mean, there was many times where my mom was dropping me off at the gym. Cassie
1: that's crazy
0: I'm a 33 year old woman being dropped off at the gym by my mom (laughs) no
1: but you know what you guys made it work and I think also you were in a place where you're like hey I'm not gonna live outside of my means yeah and just for a status symbol right yes exactly and now you're going to just appreciate this oh next step in life so much more which Almost it seems so it. silly I, in my world having a new
0: car is a, it's a big deal it's a big deal for yeah. me like we've had nothing but beaters and hand-me-down cars and it it you know I've be, I'll be married 13 years in October and wow. in the 12 and a half years we've been married it's we've always just had whatever could get us by because to us it wasn't necessary you know, but after 12 and a half years, we're real tired of fixing cars, real tired of, you know, not being able to take care of our cars because they need thousand dollar fixes every other year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, it's really not a great financial move to buy an older car the way we had been, but it was all we could do. Sure. You know, so I mean, we spent the last six months uh, really working on Skylar's credit to make sure that it was where we wanted it to be to get the percentage we wanted, the, the rate we wanted. Uh, we've been uh, saving money for a down payment that oddly enough, we ended up not using because we didn't need to. How crazy was that? like the financing we had was amazing. And so, and I was telling Cassie, this is when, you know, you've been adulting too long or too much is that you're more excited about your interest rate than you are about the new car. (laughs) Like I was like, yay, new car, but that interest rate, oh my word. We ended up getting just a killer interest rate. It was like 3.5%. That's so exciting. It was, it was really exciting. It was kind of this fruition of six months of grit in our teeth and just making it work and you did it and we did it you did it and now you're everything is going to be
1: so much more efficient now i know
0: (laughs) it's gonna be so lovely i know it's so crazy like i didn't have to ask anybody in the house if they like can i go to the grocery store like i i just said okay see you later (laughs) like the independence is coming back to me now like oh yeah you know, but the the huge part about it is, is I know, I know that we both talk about beauty counter so much, but it was, I couldn't have done this without beauty counter. The flexibility financially that we've, our family has achieved with beauty counter is the only reason why we could buy a car like that. I love that. Hands down. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologize because it's real. And I think more people need to know that this is a thing. Like, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions about MLMs out there or direct sales or, you know, network marketing, whatever you want to call it. And I was there, too. I was just like, I resisted for the longest time. And but when it works for you and it jives with what you believe in, then it's just been it's been an immense blessing for our family. So, yeah, I have to I have to talk about it.
1: Yeah. The opportunity (laughs) with Beauty Counter is definitely worth one worth considering for sure it's worth considering for sure so so that's what's up with me what's up with you oh my goodness so on the beauty counter train oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right um I just celebrated my best month ever with beauty Ooh. counter It was huge just watching my team um grow and start to build their own businesses and you know all of you guys have hit some huge both sales yeah, milestones have. and growing your team as well and it was just so fun for me as a leader to see all of these people on my team realizing some of their dreams along the way to maybe some bigger dreams Um, yes yes and I'm finding out that that piece of it is my favorite for sure just like finding our tribe and really helping support and grow and just be there for all of you guys and love on Being you excited for all the cool things that are going yeah. for all of them and then all my friends are having babies right now oh or boy. my husband's friends as well <laughs> so
0: adopted friends <laughs> yes so
1: all the baby shower things so I've been gifting a lot of non-toxic baby stuff to my friends which I love doing because I think it's a funnest. great opportunity to to share something that I have access to that I that I'm knowledgeable about and then I know everybody who's having a child cares about Mm -hmm. Um, because how could you not so it's an opportunity to or they're thankful for the info yeah yeah i try not to be like Bushy or educational, <laughs> but anyways, so I get to love on them with that, and then I just actually got to make a baby shower cake the other day. I which, saw it
0: on your second you one on your Instagram
1: stories. Yeah. Oh. So I, um, my background is as a pastry chef for a couple years, a little stint, little oh, blip man. on the radar, <laughs> and uh, you know I was finding like a, a real food lifestyle through that process while I was in that position. Oh, interesting. And so I, you know, I worked really hard to adapt some favorite recipes to being more real food based and I'm you know, so excited for oh that. my <laughs> goodness um, and so when, when I was making this cake I just was like I was jamming out to some Justin Timberlake
0: doing and some buttercream <laughs> doing some buttercream
1: <laughs> yeah I, I filmed all my frosting on and I was like Instagram Oh so therapeutic It really is just, But it's so mm. funny Because I was thinking about it While I was posting The stories of like The process where like You know you put the You put the frosting In between the two layers And then you frost the outside And then you do a little design And whatever It was a very simple cake people By the way It was so pretty though Um, But <laughs> Simply pretty But I was thinking about How people uh, Therapeutically watch Makeup tutorials <laughs> And I was, I was sitting there And I was like I wonder if this is Therapeutic for people Uh huh So that sure was kind was. of fun But anyways I got I got back into it and just really realized how much I enjoy that process like the baking of a cake and mm-hmm. the frosting of a cake and the presenting of the cake and mm. it's really fun and it I can't is. wait until one day mark my words people there will be a real food based bakery slash brunch spot that is my own and I'm over here wait. nodding my head right like, mm-hmm. I can't wait so we'll keep you all posted let you know when that happens. It's probably going to be in the three year plan. So. Oh
0: yeah. But let me tell you this, this woman is going to be moving things in that community. That's the hope.
1: (laughs) It's hard to find, you know, it's, we live in a quite a healthy food hub in the Portland area, but you go just a little bit outside of town and there's really not as many real food options available. Um, and in my area, especially in the area of breakfast and brunch, which makes me so sad because that's, quite possibly I mean Portlanders know how to brunch like let's be real (laughs) so for those of us who are forced to kind of move out of the city based on you know what we need for our lifestyle or income frankly because it's really expensive to live in Portland oh man but you know breakfast is tough we need to eat breakfast too yeah and I want it to be healthy ingredients I don't want to have to think about you know so I'd like to create a restaurant space where people can step in and I is not cutting it uh listen (laughs) no (laughs) or like like... the diner bakery spot in my local area Mm, no 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 Mm -mm. not quite so I wish I wish it was fantastic but it's not Mm. so anyways that's kind of that's a bigger that's a bigger dream but the cake baking and frosting process is very fun to me and I've gotten to do that uh, twice in the last couple of weeks and a quick reminder of the the long-term dream right yes for sure. I love that. Even though I'm probably going to be paying somebody to Frost Cakes at my
0: restaurant. And you're going <laughs> to therapeutically know. watch them do it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and they're going to be way better at it than me anyway. <laughs> but it will not oh, be no, my no. recipe, just so you know. <laughs> it will be mine. Well, that's what's up with us.
1: Okay, so today we're going to be chatting about how to transition our skincare into a more of a summer routine. Summer, which, summer, summer, summer. So I'm so excited for this because I get this question a lot as someone who's in the skincare health and wellness space. Mm-hmm. And I'm not always sure how to answer it. So I'm just going to refer them to this episode now. Genevieve's going to share essentially her, her top five tips um, or steps to transitioning your skincare into summer. Um, and there's a few tips having to do with makeup as well. So I'm excited for this info.
0: Yeah. And I feel like this is a great topic to talk about because most people just kind of don't. And it ends up being okay, But then about the height of summer, it's hot all the time and you're either outside sweating or you're working out more and you're dealing with a little more irritation and oil than you're used to than the rest of the year. And so it's easy to just jump to the really stripping cleansers, the toners, all the things that make your skin more matte. And honestly, that's actually kind of the opposite not the opposite, but it's, it's, you don't want to go that extreme. You don't need to go to that extreme. Or maybe there are some little baby steps you can take. Right. And I think it's a little bit of a mind shift too. I think a lot of people see a little bit of oil on their skin and they go, Oh, i have, I have oily skin and that's a problem. And it's like, well, hold on. Let's talk about a little bit why and where and is it, is it a causing a problem or do you just feel like you look oily? Because in the summertime, like when I'm doing well, like I have really dry skin, right? But when like the height of summer, when I'm really hot, I get um, a really oily nose, which is expected, right? That's a place where you're going to get more oil. I just put a little bit of translucent powder on the top of it and that takes care of the look of it. But yeah, I haven't changed the the ph i haven't changed i haven't stripped my skin of anything sure you know what i mean so there's little tricks like that that was just a little trick but for transitioning into um summer skin my first tip is to switch your cleanser because for instance I have really dry skin. So in the winter, uh, like as I'm transitioning into winter, I switched to the milky cleanser. I was using a different milky cleanser before, but now we have the great one from beauty counter, which is great because I know it's safe, but anything that's, that's countermatch. Thank you. Yeah. The countermatch and it's non foaming. It's great for that. But in the summertime, you might need a little bit more to like get rid of the oil, the sweat, um, any extra makeup you've had on. Cause makeup does move around a little more when there's oil on the skin. Uh, so I recommend getting something that's got, a little bit more of a foaming action to it uh, for almost every skin type in the deep summer. So springs, you know, you kind of have to like transition to it, but once you're in summer, a little bit of, um, a little bit of foaming is going to be great. We're talking about like July and August yeah july june about june is when you can start thinking about it because the temperatures rise a little bit more you're the temperatures are starting to even out a little bit more well at least where we live they even out i was gonna say i
1: was uh,
0: so we always joke in oregon about
1: how um summer doesn't begin until july 5th yep oh my goodness always have well not always but frequently we have terrible weather on the fourth of july and then the next Mm -hmm. day it's
0: beautiful and then it's beautiful for two plus months you're like hey three months but elsewhere, I know in June, there's a lot of places that are getting into almost the triple digits and it's getting hot. So for some places, sure. it's June. But I just live in my own little bubble. Right, right. Me too. Me too, man. But you want to resist stripping the oil from your face as much as it's like, oh, I want to fix this problem. Oil is not a problem. It's actually um, sh- sh- proving that you have a healthy moisture barrier that is going to give you less fine lines more resilient skin, so less sensitivity to other products, the environment, every, um, sun, everything. Uh, you can use stronger active ingredients in your anti-aging, which there is a benefit to that. I don't know anyone who doesn't want anti-aging. And if they don't, they just don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like if you're looking to um, work on anti-aging for your skin or prevention with anti-aging, which is a big thing, do not. Strip your skin. It's so easy to do that. I I've had a lot of consultations over the years where people are like, "I use this like acne cleanser," and I'm like, "Why? <laughs> like you really don't need to." It's such a small percentage of people that actually need that. Um, or if you do that, you have to balance it out with a much heavier moisturizer, which might not really give you the benefits you're looking for. So there can be some strategy behind that. So my my benefit or my recommendation is switching your cleanser to something that's going to have a little more foaming but resist the stripping of the oil. <laughs> you don't need to go to an acne cleanser most of the time. I'm talking like the vast majority. Uh, so also some of my recommendations that I wanted to talk about were um, the Leilani skincare line. I've talked about it before, but I do love that line because I trust the ingredients. It's it's handmade. I a lot of it's locally sourced in Hawaii. It's just a beautiful line. And they have a new pomple mousse cleanser, which I haven't even had in my hands yet, but the ingredients mm. list is fantastic. I can't wait to get it in my hands. It's made, it's got pine- pineapple and papaya enzymes in it. So papaya a papaya is actually a known AHA, so um, an alpha hydroxy acid. So it's going to help break down, And but it's more of the gentle ones on that list. So it's going to be... Um, cleaning without stripping which is this the is fun part. for me pineapple and papaya enzymes are uh are digestive enzymes exactly as well. like honestly if i lived in the tropics that would be living in my house like it's helping break things down yeah yeah it's, uh, it's in a lot of diy but you know heads up pineapple and papaya if it's not paired correctly will actually like deactivate it won't work so careful with right. diy <laughs> yes I wanted to read a breakdown of this because it's got more benefits to it that I want to discuss. So acai oil, um, it has an impressive amount of antioxidants in it and an anti-inflammatory property. So this cleanser is also going to be, it's going to be using the AHA factors while giving you less inflammation, which can be great in the summer because let's face it, you sweat, you wipe at your face, you're going to cause a little bit more irritation because of that. So, I love soothing, calming, even in the summertime. Uh, we already talked about the pineapple enzyme. That is also known as bromelain. I love that. A lot of times on the ingredients list, you'll see bromelain instead of pineapple mm-hmm. enzyme. Um, that one has a similar effect it just doesn't have as much of the antioxidant properties to it it's just going to do a better job of breaking things down uh, allowing your body to slough off the old skin cells allowing you to have a better absorption of product that sort of thing so that's when you know you got a good cleanser and it's also got plumeria oil so this product smells so good it's got this flowery I've, I've heard people describe it so it's got this flowery uh citrusy smell to it that just well i'm so excited it's got a little bit of hibiscus flower in it and did you know that the hibiscus flower has been dubbed the botox plant what right because of its firming and lifting capabilities it has its own natural like double for like drinking hibiscus tea because that would make (laughs) me so happy i love hibiscus tea maybe i'd have to look that up that would be amazing because yeah, i drink that, do that too some <laughs> for further research get back to you in a future episode uh, i know right so uh that's why i love that product so another recommendation that i've got is the beauty counter rejuvenating cleanser this is my jam i started using it last summer because you recommended it because you loved the way it felt i told you it feels so mm-hmm. nice you know what's cool so i've been using it for nine months almost every day and i'm just not running out
1: it lasts forever. It lasts forever. I literally put. A, bit, not even goes a long way. Not even like a dime-sized amount. Ima- I mean, I don't know. Oh, I use like know. a pea size. Yeah. It slathers like mad. It, it's really amazing. I've also, I don't use a Clairsonic, but I've heard a lot of other people mention mm-hmm. that they love using
0: the rejuvenating cleanser with their Clairsonic. Which will be beautiful in the summertime if you have like normal to oily skin. If you have dry, you shouldn't do it? Probably not because the mechanical part of it. Um is going to be irritating in deep summer when you're like hot and sweaty Mm. occasionally. Um, Noted. It is noted, but there is green tea in the rejuvenating cleanser, which is going to help with the soothing factor. So there'll be some cleansers that'll work better at keeping the soothing factor down. Uh, For instance, um, Tata Harper has another one that I really recommend. It's a nourishing oil cleanser. It's great for really sensitive dry or rough skin, great for makeup removing. Um, It's kind of a good multitasking tool, but a lot of people use oil cleansing as a dual process cleansing. So if you don't wanna deal with two steps in cleansing, May not be the right one for you, but I love so I love you the mean like to doing the oil cleanser
1: and then doing the a foaming. foaming cleanser afterward to like clear mm-hmm. the rest of it.
0: Or sometimes they'll do it the other way around, depending on what kind of protection they need.
1: Yeah, I'm at the point where when I do oil cleansing with like our cleansing balm, which I use during the summer and I use it a little more in, intermittently or I use it during the winter and more intermittently during the summer. Um, but if I don't use my Norwex cloth, I don't feel like I get everything exactly. off with a,
0: with an oil cleanser. Mm-hmm. And that's most people's issue, which is why they end up doing double cleansing most of the time anyway, but you still get a benefit from it, but it's great if you've had a sunburn, if you know you've got sensitive skin, um, if you just can't seem to get your makeup off, it will help with getting your makeup off just like the cleansing balm will. Uh, so I mean, I do love the Tata Harper. It's it's I, I used it for the first time, I think, when I was in Vegas last spring break. And uh, I got sun for the first time because we don't get sun in spring hair. <laughs> I got sun and another weather saga of <laughs> Oregon and Washington. <laughs> You're going to hear about it all the time. Right. Uh, so I used it for the first time there and it was heaven on my warm skin. I wasn't burnt, but I knew I had gained some color and I was warm and I didn't want to exacerbate any sensitivity from um the unusual warmness I was experiencing. Mm. So it was great for that. So that's my number one tip. My number two tip is using, this one surprises people, using warm water instead of hot or scalding water. A lot of people in the shower, especially it's like, it just feels good. It's kind of this like almost a ritual part. It helps your muscles relax, of course. But if you can, if you can keep your face off the warm water, that'll be the most beneficial Uh, And if you're washing your face like at the sink or something, try to use lukewarm water if possible, because what happens is a scalding water will or hot water will dilate pores and it causes unnecessary sensitivities to um, other products that you're having that you're using. Uh, It can make you more sensitive to just about anything in your environment. Uh, So especially first thing in the morning, if you're a morning shower or you wash your face first thing in the morning, then definitely use warm not hot water. And that'll just allow you to use more active ingredients, which will allow you to have better results on your products elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And most people don't think about that. I mean, that's a year round tip, but especially in the summer, people just don't think about it because we get hot throughout the day and then you add another hot thing on top of it. And it's just adding all this inflammatory properties that you don't, you can avoid. So sure, that's my number two tip. And then, like yeah, that one's a, an unusual. I, that I try
1: to avoid actually washing my face in the shower at all because i i like hot really hot water in the shower um and i do notice irritation afterward when i try to do like any sort of especially if i'm doing a treatment step like a peel or a A mask mask.
0: me too yeah my
1: skin gets real angry or if i'm doing the oil cleansing with like a norwex cloth and i like to so i was going to ask you um with the with using warm water instead of hot water I find it's difficult to get all of my oil cleanser off of my skin and like properly fully cleanse if Mm -hmm. I'm not using a hot water. Am I still doing enough if I'm using warm water with my cloth, with a Norwex cloth? Yeah, you should
0: be. Probably the best tip I can give with that is that you lay the cloth all over your whole face and like push on it first and then try swiping at it. Because sometimes the product just needs a little bit of water breakup beyond just swiping, because sometimes the swiping, especially with an oil, just creates more slip and just moves the product instead of lets you like grab it. Okay. Um, Norwex cloth is probably going to do the best job of grabbing it. Sure. And
1: I, I usually lay the cloth over my face and like steam it for a couple minutes, but that's like with pretty hot it's pretty hot so I should (laughs) I don't I don't again I don't do it before I'm doing a treatment step but I I was gonna say it also depends on my regular skincare routine or I'll let things kind of chill out and I'll splash some cool water on my face
0: afterward and then go into my skincare routine I was gonna say when you're in a treatment getting a facial um, you're most likely going to get steamed at some point whether it's with a towel or an actual steaming machine and that's on purpose to open you up to um, your skin to receiving a higher concentration of product but then they end you with a proper amount of coolness whether it's it's a roller, another a warm temperature Ooh, towel, jade roller from the fridge. Oh my gosh, I'm getting really into jade rollers and rose quartz rollers lately. Right? <laughs> I What's feel like the, that could be another. Do episode. you know the benefit difference between a jade roller and a rose quartz roller? It's a little bit of a woo woo. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a so like the, the difference between them really is the jade roller is going to be a little cooler. Uh, traditionally, But if you're both putting them in the fridge, they're going to be real similar. Sure. A lot of people talk about the vibrational energy difference between the jade and the quartz. So yeah, I think... Not, I'm not about that. <laughs> I can respect I respect that, but I'm not about it. It's just not where you're at. Exactly. So that's why I was like, it depends on where you're at and how, how you feel about crystals. So for me, it's about making sure that I know what temperature they're at when I'm putting them on my face. A jade in room temperature will always be cooler. Mm. Actually, that's how you know you have a jade roller that's legit because there's a lot of fake ones out there. So my smell to be
1: careful when you're buying on amazon people Uh-huh. <laughs> i bought mine from herbivore botanicals i love that because i was yeah i was purchasing uh, my husband loves their aftershave mm-hmm. uh, spray it's like has witch hazel okay and I think there's some aloe in there it's really the formulation is fantastic
0: cool i like their blue tansy
1: yes blue tansy beauty cream so good so, and the, they have like a facial
0: oil and yeah anyway that's a great one so my number three tip is to adjust your moisture levels. So that kind of piggybacks on the next the next thing. A lot of people either just stop moisturizing, which might be fine for a day or two, but if you forget to, um, you just kind of don't because you're like, my skin's got enough oil on it already. Your body will eventually start producing more oil because it thinks it's not being nourished enough or if you end up, and, and this is when the cycle begins, if there's a lot of oil, you end up thinking, oh, I need to get rid of it because it's just too much or it's too shiny. You wash your face and then, then you end up washing your face twice a day or you end up using a stronger thing or you end up using a astringent or a toner to try to mitigate that. And But if you just cleanse once, maybe twice a day, depending on what's going on with your day, and then used a moisturizer that was proper for that time of year, you would have better oil control over a longer period of time. Mm. So for me, it's about telling people about their uh, moisture level. So my little tidbits about that is sometimes you can just use a facial oil instead of a night cream, or in my case, I bring my moisturizers from two to one because I tend in the deep winter, I do a facial oil and a nighttime cream because my face needs it. Do you do that day and night? Uh, just at night, and then during the day, it's facial oil. Um or if I'm really sensitive, then I will go to cream in the morning. So, but in the summertime, I'm just facial oil, and sometimes only once a day because I don't need it that much. My skin behaves the best in the summer, but because I'm traditionally dry, so that's a that's an interesting tidbit to remember. Um, it's kind of the difference between uh, in the cold winters, we go from the heated indoors, which is super dehydrated air, to extreme cold wind. Um, Or cold or wind outdoors, and your skin's less likely to be sensitive in the summer because you are going to be better protected and you're not going to be in such extremes. Hmm. So, but you just want to let your body naturally do its thing by not like messing with it too much. So, some of the product recommendations I have for that are Beauty Counter Plus Line facial oils. So, there's three different ones there's number one, two, or three. Number one is vitamin C. I'm going to talk about that later. I recommend number C or number one vitamin C for several reasons. But number two has also got some plumping benefits to it. So anti-aging. Number three is the Balance Oil. And it's got uh, Lang Lang Oil. I can never say that. Ylang yep. Ylang. It's Ylang Ylang. Ylang Ylang. I can never <laughs> say that right. But that one, I, I actually enjoy number three in deep, deep summer. Mm. Um, because... You have to be kind of careful with number one. If you apply it all the time, uh, it's actually could make you a little sensitized to the sun, depending on who you are. And so I just yeah, kind of... Yeah, the vitamin C concentration is so low, low. enough that it, you'd
1: have to use a lot of it. Right. Molt, like morning and night for it to give exactly you that And even then.
0: Quick tip that I wanted to tell people about, because I'm going to be talking about this next too, is um, the vitamin C in the number one can actually react to your makeup products and will uh, cause them to oxidize. Uh, so if you've ever used like the number one or a vitamin C product of any kind, then put your makeup on right afterwards. And you're like, why is my face orange? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why is my makeup turning colors? It's because of the vitamin C in it. And I even did that to myself recently. And it reminded me to say something on the podcast. Okay. So, um, like for me, sometimes I just use concealer, but I usually put an oil underneath it because my under eyes get pretty dry sometimes. And, uh, i totally did it to myself and i was like why does my face look so orange i was like oh i use the number one oil really quickly if you let it absorb into your skin and give it some time it won't do that but if it's fresh on your skin then you put the pigmentation on top of it it will oxidize it and turn it like an orangey like yeah i have
1: i have drier skin so it takes a little bit longer for product to penetrate for me And so I tend to I'll put my oil on like if I'm doing my morning skincare routine, Mm -hmm. I'll, you know, cleanse and I'll put my oil on and then I'll go about like making my breakfast and getting my coffee and da da da. But I'll do that right away when I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. and then I'll move from there to like with my move on with my morning and then of course all of that is absorbed by the time I got to put totally my good. makeup on
0: yeah that's plenty of time and then
1: I don't have to actually wait during my routine because ain't nobody got time for that
0: no kidding <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that I love that gif I guess <laughs> um the other recommendation I have is drunk elephant product called lala retro whipped cream oh, and I've heard of this before I love drunk elephant it's just so dang expensive but it's so impeccably formulated Mm. and they're very careful with their ingredients, that sort of thing. So I don't recommend it to people all the time because it can be kind of an overwhelming like purchase sometimes, but I love what they do. I love what they stand for. Um, this particular product is great because it's not an oil. So if you're not looking for an oil or it makes you uncomfortable in whatever way you have a cream that you can work with. And the reason why I like it it has six um, different oil blend in it and they all are like it's an African oil blend and you can check out their website if you want to see the breakdown. They also have green tea seed for soothing sensitive oil, green tea seed oil for sensitive, soothing sensitive red skin. They have sodium hyaluronic cross polymer, which is a smaller molecule and lighter weight, but similar results version of hyaluronic acid. So it's going to help get and deliver some results. That's going to be soothing, long lasting throughout the day. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a great product. If you're looking to just go to one moisturizer a day. And then my, again, Leilani skincare, I just, I can't with them. I can't not say anything because I like them so much. She has a champagne serum, which in my opinion is a little bit more like a facial oil. She calls it a serum because it's got some uh, active ingredients in it, mm. but it's a really good, big blend of oil so it looks like an oil acts like an oil has some great benefits to it this is great for people that are sensitive or have red skin whereas the um, drunk elephant product is great for like normal to dry ish because of the hyaluronic acid or the sodium hyaluronic sodium hyaluronic cross polymer. So, but with the Leilani one, it's got a blend of blue tansy, French lavender, chamomile, and rose geranium essential oils. And this will help combat some of the inflammation, which inflammation is the beginning of aging skin. So if you can keep the inflammation down in your skin, you're going to have prettier skin for a longer period of time. You're going to feel better about how your skin's aging, that sort of a thing. So that's my number three tip is adjust your moisturizer. My number four is going to be one we've already talked about. (laughs) Find an exfoliation that works for you quickly. Just if you can find a chemical exfoliant that works for you, it's going to be more gentle. And honestly, it's the chemical part of it speaks to how it exfoliates, not the toxicity level. And it's not a toxic chemical. You know what I mean? Sure. It's kind of the, the process of it. Uh, so you can do mechanical exfoliation, which is towels, brushes, scrubs, but I highly recommend finding chemical exfoliates, exfoliants that work well for you. And don't be scared of them. Most of them are so gentle. they are things like the bromelain and the enzymes, and uh, the, the most potent one is going to be glycolic, and you can't get it in a high enough concentration over the counter that it can harm you or make you too sensitive for the most part. It's just going to be really great anti-aging benefits, so don't be scared. But... I wanted to make sure that people knew that this targets the skin cells to slough off. Your cell turnover rate will be better. You'll have youthful skin. Your product absorption will be better. I mean, it's kind of a year round thing, but you might have to adjust what kind it is for the summer. So
1: Right. I mean, I use mechanical exfoliation as far as using a Norwex cloth goes often or like a cleansing cloth, like the muslin ones from Beauty Counter. Mm-hmm. Um, and but have recently ventured into using a chemical exfoliant product, which we can't which tell we're you about. we really
0: excited about.
1: Yet. But if it launches by the time we post this episode, Genevieve will add a note about it for you.
0: If I, if I, yeah, if you hear me, come on at the very end. It's because I'm telling you that it's launched. So definitely yes. like keep your ears open. Guys, it's here. I know we talked about this in the previous episode in the same manner, but I want you guys to know to listen to the end of the episode so you can hear me talk about more with appeal, why it's good, who it's good for, and where you can get it.
1: So, uh, So I've been using that a couple of times a week in placement of other treatments. That's so cool. And... It's seriously changed the tech. Nothing. I mean, it's changed the texture of my skin and it's nothing compared to what the mechanical exfoliation was doing
0: for me before that. Exactly. When I got wind that they were going to be doing this kind of product, I I felt like I was the only one being like, oh my gosh, like I was freaking out and everybody's like, what? Like she's like, her hands were in the air. I was losing it. I was (laughs) losing it because my med spa mind was just like, you guys don't understand. Like oh man I was so 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 excited and so when we got a chance to take home a full-size product from Summit we were like I was like all right now everybody's gonna know and very quickly after all the consultants were like what is this yeah (laughs) this is amazing so and I can't wait to talk openly I've been using
1: that chemical exfoliant on my arms as well I have some keratosis Polaris and I'm working on it internally and I haven't had a lot of new like flares but I'm still dealing with the little patches of dry the skin leftover. and the, yeah, exactly. And this is helping it slough off and I've got new skin underneath and the scarring is getting better and I'm just like so stoked about it. I so. know
0: people are getting, um, they're, they're losing the like mottled pigmentation they've got in the back of their hands on their face. It's going to help combat people that, um, deal with melasma, which is a hormonally driven pigmentation. It just, it, the whole thing is so exciting and game it's game changer, a game changer. So seriously. If you're looking for a summertime one, that's going to be the one for you. If we don't talk about it at the end, then we'll talk about it in a later episode. We will. You don't will worry. hear about it.
1: Or you can, you can send an email and then we can probably tell you a little bit of detail.
0: Definitely. Privately. Definitely, definitely. Okay. All right. So my number five tip is consider cream products in your makeup. I know this seems kind of like backwards because people are like well but we're talking about safer like our skin into summer but honestly the products that you're using in your makeup can be a big part of how your skin performs throughout the day you know how does it look that sort of a thing so the thing that I love about cream products is they have a more youthful easy to use usually dewy look which is like super in right now is especially during summer I mean it's in right now in general
1: I feel like dewy was in for winter but like Summer is like people expect you to be dewy.
0: They expect you to be (laughs) bronzy, dewy, glowy, Yeah, all those things. I am all about Mm -hmm. those cream highlighters from Beauty Counter. (laughs) Oh gosh, I'm so glad they relaunched them. So Beauty Counter relaunched their Illuminating Trio. You can buy them individually and it's got uh, like a pearl highlighter. It's got a rose peachy cheek color and then a bronze glow for like the contour or is um, a bronzer for your face. And honestly... It's like the easiest, quickest way to apply things, especially in the summertime when your skin's hydrated, it's best. Uh, you can use it in the winter. It just takes a few more steps to get it to blend quite really well. Yeah. And Are there some other anyway. cream products that you suggest? Uh, there's other, some other cream products, I'm just using yes. like a
1: liquid foundation and concealer versus, well, I mean, I guess all
0: concealer is almost all concealer some people will take mineral powder and just wet it down and use it like a concealer oh. but then you have to worry about yeah, heavy don't. metal content so yeah I don't want to talk about heavy metals right now not just
1: <laughs> um, no, yeah R&S, I know I don't I don't use any powder products anymore except right. for like a uh finishing powder you know mattifying powder right, right. and or like a blush or a bronzer
0: yeah yeah and yeah and that's the way to intensify that cream product is putting a you do a cream product and then you do a similar color on top of it, and it will like set mm-hmm. the cream. That's the way to go if you want it to last a long time, sort of too. So. so, do you have some other cream products I that you do. like? RMS is a company that sells in a lot of boutiques. They're online. Uh, the only qualm I have about RMS is it comes in a pot, so you gotta go get it out of the pot. and, oh. and would you a- pick
1: it up with a brush or a beauty blender, or would you? on your finger and then
0: blend it with a brush? As a makeup artist, I would scrape it out and put it on the back of my hand to warm it up okay. and then pick it up with a sponge or a brush. And that's just so many steps. And after a while, your hand's going to kind of like messed up. But the products are beautiful. They're really clean formulated. They have an, a, a highlighter that has gotten awards. It's just, it's beautiful from what I've seen in pictures. I haven't owned that one yet. But I do love RMS's ability to use... Better ingredients, and they do a pretty good job. Another one I really recommend is uh, Vapor Beauty. They're an organic uh, line out of New Mexico. And they are very cool. I really love them. They are very clean with their formulation as well. And they're very eco-friendly, conscious. And they've got these really beautiful, it's called Moonlight, I believe it's called. It's Ooh. their highlighter. Oh, it's so pretty. And it's a stick form, which I really appreciate. <laughs> so no, All the beauty
1: counter ones are a stick form and it makes my life so much easier.
0: Yes, so much easier. So those are what I recommend for like cream products. Um, cream products are... Uh, a little harder to make clean. So when I find a good cream product, I'm like, okay, and we're going to hold on to this. I see you over there. Yes. So my last tip of the day is uh, number six. It is sun protection. And I say that because most people that are trying to have clearer skin, brighter skin also deal with heavy pigmentation when they get into the sun too much or their skin just looks mottled. It doesn't have this like it looks more dull that sort of a thing so I usually tell people that sun protection is a great idea or at least understanding what that is for you for me a lot of times that's wearing a hat Mm. bringing an umbrella with me I went to my son's baseball game I had a hat on and an umbrella (laughs) but and I still got tan lines on my feet I'm like god I tan so easily. Please. It's it's great, but frustrating because if I'm like in the sun for a few seconds, I'll get a tan line. So if you're looking for um, brighter skin, if you're worried about pigmenting in the summer, definitely get a daily SPF wear. So Beauty Counter has a Dew Skin, which is as a mineral sunscreen with zinc oxide has SPF 20. I love that for daily wear. Honestly, I haven't found a lot of daily wear that's got SPF in it that I recommend. So that one's kind of a difficult category for me as a makeup artist, as like pure, like you need this to work for you. You can find clean face sticks. Beauty Counter has a face stick. Um, I'm trying to think of who else has clean face sticks or a clean like...
1: Uh, Bobo Botanicals has one, but it, it's doesn't blend in as so, well. And that's what you run into if it's not yeah. a face product, right? Yeah. I think so. it is. A, it might be a face stick. I think it's for babes for little ones. Mm.
0: Might be and their baby
1: stick on screen.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you need function over fashion but me personally if i'm going to be wearing spf all the time it's going to be dew skin because i love the finish it's beautiful it's effective it's spf 20 you can you. mix it with your foundation or layer it with Which your is foundation my favorite. Yeah. i love doing that i like and you gave
1: me this tip but i've been using a darker shade of the tinted moisturizer of mm-hmm. the dew skin and that helps warm my face up before mm-hmm. I throw on some bronzer, and it almost feels like I have like a little bit of self tanner, but it's way more forgiving than self tanner. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I've been enjoying
0: doing that because Dew Skin's kind of like a BB cream. It's like mm-hmm. a, more of a moisturizer than it is a, a color product, but it's just got this really beautiful tint to it, and it leaves a really beautiful dewy, glowy look behind without sparkles. Ain't no sparkles. Right. So, um, I last don't thing. People do that. Oh, I know. I know. That's, you are know, like, can we please make this mat? But for my part of that tip too, is actually, um, choosing to use vitamin C at night. So that's why I was talking about the number one oil earlier. Cause the number one oil with beauty counter is vitamin C in it. It's going to help people that have pigmentation regularly on their face. It'll help the cell turnover rate get, um, be better. It'll allow their skin to rotate through its cells quicker. Um, which is also back to my, also, make sure you've got a good exfoliating system that you like. I can't say that enough. It will, if you've got that tool in your belt, then you'll be able to use it better. Awesome. So that's my one through six tips of <laughs> <Yeah>. summer. <laughs> okay, so that wasn't five tips.
1: I misspoke. I know. Well, I, I told her, I, I, I was like, I can't keep it to five. I have a couple more questions for you, though. So sure, sure. tell me, um, for working out... I work mm. out in the morning So I kind of get myself ready And then I go to the gym mm-hmm. And then I don't take any makeup off Or anything I literally just go straight from the gym Into my day Because you have to sometimes Yeah sometimes I probably mm-hmm. can make time To like do my actual routine But I just like to be a little bit more Made up when I go to the gym
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Not like made up made up. Listen but I like I to wear. have a, like a little even complexion I definitely have to like fill in my eyebrows Otherwise right. I feel like I'm looking in those mirrors all day The whole time right because I'm in a regular like globo gym or whatever there's mirrors everywhere I'd hate it (laughs) um but anyways so what do you think is the best course of action should I be cleansing after
0: I go to the gym it depends on where your skin is at but in my opinion uh using the micellar water makeup wipes from beauty counter is like my answer from the gym okay and then I carry around a little um number one oil to kind of lock in the moisture because for me, if I don't end any sort of like cleansing process. But yeah, I have to
1: moisturize immediately. I afterwards. have to.
0: yeah. So I bring a little vitamin C oil, the number one oil with me. Uh, let's see, what's another really good tip? Um, you can bring your own cloth and like just get the sweat off your face gently. It's better to pat than to like swipe or rub. Ooh, like a, bring a dry Norwex cloth with me. Yeah, or and like just wet it down in the sink and just if you can get the, if you can get the salt off your face, because that will also like pull water from your skin, the, mm. the salt. Ooh. Right? Maybe that's why my skin has been drying up a little bit.
1: Maybe. And that's because I haven't changed anything but increasing how often I'm working out.
0: Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Mm. You just, if you can get the salt off your face, you'll be better off than not touching your face post workout. Okay. So, All right. those are my quick tips. You can always keep the dew skin in your bag. Some people, that's what they do, they keep dew skin on them. So, those are some quick tips post gym tips or post sweat tips, post hiking, like, you know, yeah. You know, just get the sweat off your face and your skin will be better off in the long run. Okay. So I probably need to do that to not be giving myself some new breakouts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it will also keep your moisture barrier level high. So you're going to be less susceptible to breakouts okay. if you can keep your skin moisturized well. Okay. So another question then mm-hmm.
1: would I wait to do any of my skincare routine until after the gym? What time do you go to the gym? Like nine. What time Not do you wake that up? Not
0: uh, 6.30. No, because that's enough time. If you've got like two or three hours between waking and starting your gym routine... Like I would go through your normal routine and okay. then just do like an abbreviated version of it, sure. a okay. post gym or something quick. But that's a, that's a good question. Cause some people, it's kind of like that with food too. It's like, should it's I like, wait? is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you got like, do to, I need to do a pre-workout
1: meal, should I do <laughs> a pre-workout skincare routine? If I'm going to do a post, bring a
0: fan to your class. <laughs>
1: Uh, I know these were two
0: very selfish questions, but I'm guessing if I have them, there's some other people out there who might feel the same way. Yeah. And listen, I turn into a tomato post-workout and I have to like put something cool on my face because otherwise that redness lingers Mm -hmm. and then I become more sensitive to everything. So if you also have a tomato face like me. You might consider bringing your own cloth with you, getting it cool and um, waving it in the air and getting it to cool off even more. And then just trying to like get your face to cool off, get the sweat off. It'll recover faster. Awesome. So good tips, girl.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I could talk forever about skincare. No, I know. Well, our first few episodes have all been about skincare. So we're going to have to bust into some chatter about nutrition here. Oh, we got so much. Yeah, we got so much. There's so much to talk. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We'll get there. Thanks everyone for listening to our episode today. I'm really excited for y'all to have this information and, um, and don't worry, we're going to be talking about nutrition here soon. Also, if you're curious about any of the recommendations that Genevieve made during this episode, they will be in the show notes for you and you can kind of check those out. And then of course, you're always welcome to email um, rebelheartradio at gmail.com to, um, just learn more and, and ask for any of your own
0: recommendations. Yeah, if you guys are looking for anything specific that you want us to talk about, like that's the place to go or to our Instagram. Definitely come check us out. Yes, okay. (laughs) Thanks guys, catch you next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Because you can, like, hear inflection in people's voice when they're holding back. I don't want you. I want you to feel very natural in your way of sharing. Natural. Naturally. Natural, darling. Natural.
1: That'll make for some good outtakes. It's a good thing I have my ringer off, because I just had three people box me, and... A phone call.
0: <laughs> well, I get to have Cassie now. She's mine. It's my turn, okay? She's busy. Recently, I don't have the... I look five, six months pregnant, like, every now and then. Mm. Inexplicably, I just feel super-duper happened pregnant. happened to me yesterday, and I felt <sighs> terrible. It's an awful feeling.
1: I had to be around other people.
0: mm That's when I wear the big moo-moo dresses. (laughs) And I'm like, what? I'm bohemian today. Look how boho I am. So, I'm going to stop recording. (laughs) Because we've been recording this all time. Okay, and stop.